grow to scale is extremely tough. That's where most of us go and die. And then we just stay small and stay safe. But if you want more, you can do it. You just haven't found the right solution. You haven't found the right tactics. You haven't had the right strategy and you haven't tried hard enough to make that work. Welcome to Gym Owner Freedom. I am Scott Carpenter and I am a former broke, struggling, frustrated, and overworked gym owner that felt stuck no matter what I did to try and improve the business. Once I realized that the answer wasn't what I thought it was, just getting more clients, and after really doing the math on acquisition and churn rates, I realized I wasn't even playing a winnable game to begin with. With my current price structure, mathematically, there was no way I could afford to pay my staff so I could scale up and out of the business that I could have the time, the money, the impact, and the freedom that I always knew I was capable of. Once I learned how to add value by selling transformational programs to people who needed more than just workouts, everything changed in my life. Today, I own six gyms that all run without me, and I am free to pursue my passion projects and work just because I love to, not because I have to. And if that's a goal that we mutually share together, then this is the show for you. I'm going to teach you the framework to make way more money with less clients and open up a world of possibilities to you. Subscribe, leave a review, and tune in every week. It'll change your life. I promise you that. All right. Today, we're going to have a really really important one. Um, There are roadblocks and a lot of you are just kind of bumping up against against the glass ceiling and working hard, working hard, just can't make progress. There are three main roadblocks um, that will, if you don't solve them, you're never going to build that self-sustaining gym. And so I'm going to share what those are with you today and teach you exactly how to overcome those. And this is not theory, guys. Um, This is me showing you how I have done it. And I've helped other people do it. So what I want to do, and you're going to really like this, I'm going to pop open a couple of my P&L statements so we can take a look at it. Um, Because the first roadblock, there's three, right? There's your profit margin. A lot of our prices, and there's there's two main things within that, right? We have our price and our payroll. Those are our two biggest expenses. It could be rent and overhead right now. I mean, it could be that. If that's the case, you're just earlier in your business. Later on, as you grow it and you hire more employees, that payroll number, if that is off or your prices are off, I don't care how hard you work, I don't care how many members you have, how great your lead flow is, you're really gonna have a hard time. So their profit margin is precious. A lot of times it's way too low in gyms, like 10 to 20%. I wanna see that much higher. We're gonna get to that magic number. Then, um, the others, the, the next thing is consistent and reliable lead flow. So I'm going to show you exactly how I have solved those problems. If you don't have a consistent, reliable source of leads, you're always going to be worrying. You're always going to be worrying about having a bad month and losing people. Where am I going to find it to replace? It's, it's just, you're not going to build it self-sustaining at that point. Um, and then the third one is probably you. A lot of times you haven't committed to doing the things that make you uncomfortable in order for you to build a business that is self-sustaining and that can run without you. So that's it. And then number four too, Q&As. Anytime you guys have a question about anything I'm talking about in particular or that you want to ask after, whether it's something I'm talking about or something specific in your gym, and maybe you got a group model or semi-model, what should my margin be? Write the question in the comments because we're going to go over Q&A at the end of it. And I want to get to as many of your questions as we possibly have with time. So first, let's take a look at my PL numbers. Um, so let me take a look. 
And you guys, some of you, if, if you, this is your first live, thank you for coming in. Thank you for joining and spending the time here. So you know a little bit of background about me. Um, I actually retired in my 30s with my gyms. Uh, my first six years in business were really rough, extremely rough, paycheck to paycheck. Um, but then I figured it out. And now I not just make the money that I need to, but I also had the time to spend it. So I built self-sustaining gyms. I don't work in any of them anymore. But when I had first started out, 12, 11 years ago, 11 years ago, almost to the date, actually, um, it was very difficult. It put a huge strain on my family. I was trying to start a family. My, that's my beautiful wife, Nicole. She's gorgeous. But like, if you look at her wedding ring, she's wearing like, you can't even see the stone in there because I literally had no money and actually had to get a personal loan to get it. Um, that bill of sale right there is for the car that I was driving. It had like 255,000 miles on it. I bought it for $2,300. So that's where I started, okay? Um, it, it's a tough business, but when you figure it out, it can be very lucrative. So I've got six gyms now. I'm starting up a seventh. We're just signing the lease. They kicked it back again. So we're arguing over a little bit of, of uh, technicality in the lease. We're ready to sign it very soon. Um, but I've supplied here two uh, complete profit and loss statements for 2022. Because as I'm writing in the notes, what's that magic number? What do we want to shoot for, for a profit margin? Okay, so let's take a look at these two and see where I have, and, and we'll measure it up to, uh, to what we want. So on the left, we've got a gym that did $585,000 in revenue. Um, and the profit overall was 317000 Now, this is excluding any, any kind of owner salary and stuff like that. So it's kind of like, Hey, what is the true profit of this? Not counting the labor that an owner would do in there. Okay. So we got, let's go 317 rough numbers, a little more than that, but divided by 585. So this is operating at a 54% profit margin, which is really kind of unheard of. Um, and that is admittedly very high. That's probably my highest one for sure. I didn't even realize it was that high, but let's take a look at the one on the right. So the one on the right, this was, I can't tell just in the PL, but this is probably my original location, my first one. So we got 240,000 in profit divided by $494,000 in revenue. That one's at 48 and a half, almost 49% margins. So these are really big margins for profit, guys. A lot of places will tell you to shoot for like 20%. I think that's too damn low. I really do. You really need to build these with a higher profit. And because what happens is we make, a, we make mistakes in our price and we make mistakes on how we pay out. So let's go back to these notes. So you can see I'm kind of operating pretty darn high. I mean, these ones were what, 48 to, I don't even know what it was. I have other ones that probably aren't as high, but they're probably around 30 to 40% if they're not performing up quite as much. I want you to have the ability to make at least 30% profit margins. Okay. If you're not there yet, chances are price or payroll is holding you back. Okay. Now, in terms of price, I know it's scary to raise prices, and I'm not asking you to raise prices on all your current people. What I'm asking you to do is to identify what kind of a customer you have in front of you and aligning them to the right product. A lot of us just give workouts, a lot of us have either group or semi or one on one, whatever your model is, and that is it. Okay. Um, and if you're just selling workouts, there is definitely a cap on what you can charge and it will hold you back. Um, and Sydney and others that are in here, um, I can't see it on the exact screen right now who's who's in, 
But if you want to share what your prices are, go ahead and put them in there. Um, go and put a, go ahead and throw them in the comments just so I have an idea of what you have um, and what you're putting in that and what your model is. But basically, guys, I can't get these kind of price, these, these margins without a good price point. It's just not going to happen. So what you need to do, I'll pull up something for you, is identify those three types of people that are coming in. You have people of a strong pain or desire to change. These people need help. They need, they need coaching, you know, on a mentorship level. They need nutrition. And you should have a package, a higher ticket program that you can sell probably around nine weeks. Some people do it at 12. Some people do it at eight, but eight to 12 weeks that you can sell at 2000 to even up to $8,000 to solve this problem. Not everyone is going to do this, guys, but you will have some that would love to do it. And if you send up two people, let's say your program is $3,000, very typical, and you send up two a month. Okay, that's six thousand dollars a month. That's seventy two thousand dollars a year when you would have gotten a fraction of that. And that's if you just sign up two, not including them uh, signing up for uh, uh, recurring products. We teach you how to take a high ticket client and renew them for six to 12 months. Imagine when these things stack, you could sign up two a month. You can make one hundred thousand dollars more in profit when your renewals are solid with it just from that. Okay. I don't make these kind of margins and bring in that kind of revenue and have tons of clients. I do it the opposite way. I make more money with less clients. It's way easier. The volume game, I don't know if you've realized since the pandemic has become way harder. We also have a mid-ticket offer. So maybe that's like 2,000 to 8,000. Here's some graphics for you, right? Then you have a mid-ticket offer. Maybe that's 599 to 1499. Depending on what you do and how you do it, whether it's group versus semi, and whatever it is. And then the third option is just your commodity offer. This is your group only. This is your semi only. This is your PT only. This is just giving the workouts. This is what you already sell. So a lot of you have your low ticket offers, but you don't have anything beyond that. Or maybe you offer nutrition coaching. You just don't know how to sell it right to really be able to come in an amazing price and get most people to buy it. That's your sales process that needs to be fixed. You need to learn how to build these things out. You need to learn how to sell them, fulfill them, and renew them. And when you do, your average price point can double. The average ACV or ARM or whatever you call it, the average amount your average person is worth is going to be double. And I'm not even joking with that. Let's say um, I've got an example on here. Let's say you've got 100 members and on average, they're paying 200 bucks a month. Okay, the hardest way for you to double your revenue is to go from 100 members to 200 members. That is a dogfight. The easiest way is for those 100 members on average to pay you $400 a month, just to double that. You can make, instead of 20 grand a month, you can make $40,000 a month with the same number of clients, the same 100 clients. And it becomes so much easier that way. And to be clear, not everybody's paying $400 a month. Your mid tickets might be paying that. Your low tickets might be paying the 200, but your high tickets might be paying $800 a month. Average them out and you will see you can double your ACV. And that is the ultimate hack to being able to really raise up the average price on this. It is so much easier than you think. This is what our foundational program teaches you how to do. If you want any help on that one, I can drop you a link to a free training that gives you the framework. So just throw that in the comments and we'll get it to you. The second is payroll. The second is payroll. Sydney, thanks for putting that in there. Um, without the mentorship is 140 a week for nine weeks. Perfect. Good. You've got your mini mentorship. Excellent. Habit tracker nutrition tools. 
executive coaching program is 2K for 63 days. You are crushing it, Sydney. This is exactly what you want to do. I love it. Um, second thing, okay, is is payroll. So payroll, I love being able to pay people good amounts of money, but the structure of it, if your price point is too low, you can't afford, you're gonna have to pay such a large percentage of your payroll out that your margins will really decline. And so the way I have my gym set up is to be able to pay out a lower percentage, but the average prices are so high. And I use, you know, you might do do large groups, so it's not applicable to you, but instead of true one-on-one training, we offer something similar like a semi-private, but it's called overlapping personal training, which blends the semi and one-on-one together. And essentially, I'm able to pay out a lower percentage to my people, but because on average, they're working with multiple people, they're getting paid way more than they otherwise could anywhere else. And so I make a very high margin, but I need fewer client, fewer trainers and coaches who make more money. And that is just a really big recipe to win. So those two things combined are what allows you to have an amazing profit margin. This is how you're seeing those numbers around 50% in some of my better performing clubs. Even in my weaker ones, they're going to be 30, 40%. Very, very, very important. If you don't have these margins, you can't scale up and out. You can't afford to replace yourself very well. There's just not enough profit to be able to hand off all the work and not do it yourself and still make the money you need to. Does that make sense? Okay. So profit margin is the number one thing, the number one obstacle that you need to clear. Number two, I think we all feel this to some degree or another, most of us in a very bad way, consistent, reliable lead flow. No matter how great your business is, no matter how great your churn is, okay, eventually you will bleed out dry if you cannot replace the number of members that leave you. Or if you're still in the business of growing your profit, growing your margins, you have, this becomes even more important. You have to add members. Now, I need a fraction of the amount of new members that other people do. Why? Because on average, mine, mine are going to spend two, three times the amount other, other people are. That makes my job infinitely easier. That is why my gyms run well without me. We don't rely on volume. We don't need to. We've specialized in, in uh, bringing in high-ticket people. So your marketing should be designed to attract high-ticket clients because you might only bring in five, but on average, they spent $1,500 a piece. That's a pretty damn good new business month. You can do well on that one, okay? So two routes on this one, organic and paid. Most people on the organic side have no idea what to do. Maybe they paid somebody to do a website that is supposedly... SEO optimized and all that kind of stuff. Well, they all claim that. Um, It's very hard to prove. But at the end of the day, how many leads are coming in organically from your website? If you're self-sustaining on that point, you don't have a problem in the world. I don't know many people that are. I'd say less than 2% get enough just naturally from an SEO optimized website and a Google My Business listing and a Yelp listing, right? So uh, there's only so much that can be done as far as that. Where it comes down to is people just don't know how to build organically their pipeline. Now, I love organic because A, it's free. So no matter what stage you're in, if you're still growing versus you're established, it's a huge return because it's free. It just takes a little bit of time and know-how and knowledge, right? Paid comes later, but really for organic. So here's how we do it. We basically build our pipeline, okay? What does that mean? That means reaching out to people who don't know about us. So 
or know little about us. So this is our content on, on social media. And we also interact with them in the in our big email database, right? That comes in from everything, old contacts, old people, all that kind of stuff. But we build our pipeline by creating content. Our content, most people just post stuff for the sake of posting it. They don't know what they're doing. You need a strategy behind it. And it needs to speak to what people are thinking and they're feeling, the problems that they're trying to solve. It's not just about you working out, okay? So it needs to speak to that. And you will attract high-ticket clients to you organically. It's crazy. Uh, let me show you an example of what that looks like. I'm going to open up my internal PT Legends Facebook group for the, for the gym owners that we work with. And because this is where uh, we post done for you content that does this. So let me show you an example of exactly how we do this. Oh, here's good news. So shout out to Jennifer Broxterman. Um, she just posted 10 days into August, 12 new clients already signed up. I like outpacing one per day. She doesn't do paid ads, guys. She does not do paid ads. Um, it's all organic. And to give her credit, she posts and does the content to a T. She just does it uh, day in, day out. Um, we'll get into paid leads later. This is actually a good one, too. This is great. It's off the cuff. Uh, Corey Willis started our paid ads um, program. And he said, day one, 11 leads, five discovery calls booked. Oh, and I'm on vacation. So that's awesome. Um, all right. Let me I'll find it here. Here we go. Okay, so here's the done for you content. I'm going to open this up from the Google Drive. So as you can see in here, there's done for you stuff. Here's a, here's the type of photo that you want to use. And here is the copy. Okay, you can just copy and paste that. Some people like to make changes. So it speaks specifically from their voice, but it is done for you. Here's instructions, instructional video at the top. But every single post has a purpose. It's either educating them. It's building value. It's getting them to respond and create conversations. It's planning the, the ideas of your program into their heads, or it's actually making a direct or indirect offer to see who's interested in your program. But the amazing Will Schiller writes this for all our, all our gyms. It does insane. Um, so here's a Monday one, right? He said, truths learned after working out with over hundreds of fitness clients over the years. Here's the three lessons, boom, 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 okay? Um, Tuesday, you can see this is a quote card, right? Here's the Canva link. You can just swap your photo for the photo and the quote card and it's done. And it talks about the, the program um, and starts planting seeds. Wednesday's social proof with a story. And he uses your program to do it, right? So there's that. This is a social proof post. Thursday, there's a direct call to action for a discovery call right there. This crushed it when people did this. I can't remember who. Was it Jared? Jared, I think it was you who booked like 12 calls off of this one post. I know it doesn't seem like this stuff is possible, guys. It is. We do this every single day. You have a gold mine with your organic content if you know what to do. Friday, this is getting to what people are thinking and feeling, feeling stuck. Ever feel stuck happens to all of us, some more than others. Here's four ways to break out of your rut. Boom, 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 right? Saturday is a perspective shift. So you are going to be indoctrinating them into your beliefs and your programs over time. And then the other aspect of that is not just putting it out there. So that's building the pipeline, right? Then you have to nurture those relationships. You need to make relationship deposits. These are things that you need to time block in your schedule to reach out to people who like or comment on your content. Done the right way, you're going to open up a conversation, invite them to hop on a discovery call. That's a five-minute phone call. If you, like, if, if you think they're a good fit, you're going to invite them in for a consult. That's how we bring in all these organic leads. It's very simple. 
It's just the strategy has got to be right. And this can be, you don't even need to do paid. You can survive completely unorganic. But if your cash flows are good, okay, if you can afford to spend two grand a month for at least three months on paid ads, there's a right way to do paid ads. And it's a very easy leverage point. The hardest part of paid ads is not getting a low cost per lead that is still extremely, extremely easy. And comment if you are doing paid ads or not. So I know that kind of helps me out. But we all struggle with paid ads. Um, I hopped off with a uh, an owner who's got nine locations just yesterday. He said, we've been struggling with this for eight months. And it's not the cost per lead. It's getting them in the damn door. You're still dealing with like a 50 to 60% no-show rate. Yes. Awesome. You're doing paid. Perfect. Uh, what's up, Carl? Um, so 50, 50, 60% no-show rate is extremely difficult. Low cost per lead is easy. Getting them in is, is very tough. Missy doing paid. Um, awesome. So a lot of you are doing paid. The biggest nightmare is the nurture. You've got to reach out, reach out, reach out, reach out. You probably have automations. Automations are essential to send out messages. The problem that we've run across is these automations are becoming less and less and less effective over time um, because everybody's got them. Everybody's used to it. They know they're talking to a robot. And we're still getting 50 to 60% no-show rates, no matter how much we do, no matter if we step in and send personal voice messages or an MMS, anything. So we made a little bit of a change. We took our paid ads and had somebody to stand by and make phone calls. We're talking 14 hours a day, Sunday to Saturday, to get to them within minutes to make a phone call. Double call, voicemail, text, but call these leads. That makes a huge difference. Until AI can solve the phone call thing, it's got to be somebody manually. And this is how we've got an amazing return on ad spend. Um, and I'll show you those numbers in a little bit. But basically, they call. They'll talk. Uh, they'll, they'll, they'll be your appointment scheduler and say that, hey, the first step is for to get you on a quick five-minute call um, with the owner, whoever's doing the sales, right? To see if you could be good for, for good fit for a program. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. going to take five minutes. See if you're a good fit for the program. If you are, they'll go ahead and schedule for do, to do a sit down and a deep dive. Um, and so basically, we just set up a quick discovery call. Okay. And so that gets booked within 24 hours. You hop on five minutes, get them in. It has exploded the return on ad spend. That with higher ticket offers with a price means we're getting insane returns on ad spends right now. Uh, I went over this maybe a couple weeks ago. Um, this is like a pilot system that I've created. Obviously, owning six and soon seven gyms, I struggle to get my people to do this. I don't want to do it. I don't want to live by my phone seven days a week and be attached to it. I don't want to do it. I don't even want the people I hire to do it. So I have partnered with an, uh, a, just a genius in this to be able to set this up. And we've only run it internally with our gyms and then opened up to a few PT legends, gym owners. Um, but basically, we... We have it set up where they run the ads and campaigns, keep the cost per low quick, and they have appointment schedulers seven days a week, 14 hours a day to knock this out for you. And return on ad spends are looking insane. Since we switched to booking a quick discovery call, we're looking at a return on ad spend on 7.8x um, as of the most recent stuff. If we averaged everything out over the last several months, 6.5, and that's including the cost to do it. That's unheard of. But that is because of A, this method that we've created, and B, having high ticket offers. Those two things make paid ads just explode. 
Um, really, really cool. This is not available to the public yet. It might be in the future. If you're interested in that, just like comment waitlist or something like that. Um, it might be a few months. We may offer it to a few additional people outside of our own network. But as of now, it's just an internal solution. Um, but the key is, the key to making those paid ads work, the key is absolutely getting to them over phone very quickly. Um, the data shows in so many places, it's a huge differentiation. Uh, if you can't do it and you have automations that are doing decent, well, live with that for now, but try to aspire to doing this. The other thing to make ads work, we don't target people in their 20s and 30s. Potentially, if you have uh, businesses that are really, that's really your market, you want to do that. But for the most part, and to attract more higher paying clients that stay longer, that are happy to pay our premium dollar products and are happy to come every month and paid every month, we target people a little bit older, typically sticking no less than 30s, but 40s, 50s, and up. These people need to make it a lifestyle. They know it. They have the disposable income. Um, they become lifers, the, the people that just stay around. So that's who we really target. Less is more. So that's what we go over with. Um, cost per lead is overrated. It's really easy in a lot of markets to still get 6 to $10 leads. It doesn't translate to re your return on ad spend. The nurture is everything. Okay, So consistent, reliable lead flow. You want dual lead flow. You need organic and paid, both of those. If you are just solely relying on paid, you are vulnerable. You're vulnerable to any kind of algorithm change in a Facebook slap or whatever comes to it. And it could shut you down for months. And it's happened again and again and again. It's happened with AdWords. It's happened with Facebook. Um, and yeah, the cost per lead is still low, but it's about getting them in the damn door and getting them to show up. So follow those, those things. You will not have a problem on that. Organic and paid. Do a lead flow. Organic is free. Paid gets you more leverage. Sound good? Okay. If you guys got any questions on these things, again, drop them in the comments because we will get to them either in real time or get to them after when we open up for Q&A. Just fire away whenever you have them. Uh, third obstacle that you have to overcome to build a business that can run without you, your biggest bottleneck is going to be fear and inaction. Okay. So let me tell you a little bit of a story. So when I started, I started almost 11 years ago with my first location to date. Um, 11 years ago, I had a big scarcity mindset. First off, because as you know from earlier, I was broke. I was driving a car that was $2,300 and had 255,000 miles on it that wouldn't always start. Um, I had a big scarcity mindset. I was raised by two farmers where you roll up your sleeves, you save the money, you do everything yourself. Um, I did not have much wiggle room. I had to hustle a lot. And over time, I had to kind of train myself to grow out of that. What made it worse, though, is this was 11 years ago when I started, right? This was like the wild west of SEO when you're getting hit up left, right, and center to optimize SEO. And a lot of times, it was just a crapshoot. It was a money grab. It was a smoke and mirrors. And you get ripped off really easily with that and with marketing. And I got ripped off with both. I hired somebody to do SEO. I hired some for marketing. And it was just like a money grab. They just stole everything. And that left me really scared for a while. So for the next five years then in business, I didn't spend a dime on anything to further my education to work with anybody because I was massively skeptical. And that's just who I am as, as it, by nature. That being said, I'm not wrong either. 
I mean, you guys have probably all spent money that was a complete waste. And you're like, yeah, that was a little bit of a con or smoke and mirrors, or maybe it wasn't devious, but it just didn't work for you. It happens, right? It's it's most of it out there is like that. Um, I was very hesitant to do any kind of mentorship. It took me six years before I gave it a shot again. And it wasn't the right place for me to be in. I was actually performing better than literally every business in there. And that's not the right place for me. But I learned some great things. It opened up my networks. It got me thinking bigger. And then I went on to join other groups and programs. And these investments in myself stacked and stacked and stacked and compounded and compounded. And also being able to network with all these other people who have been there before, who who have built the businesses that I want to build, it massively accelerated my trajectory. It also opened me up to way bigger thinking than I thought was possible. And as a result, I'm in a place now where I'm way more successful than I either would have dreamed of before. And the neat thing is I'm still continuing to do that. I have three different coaches that I work with now and still in communities that I'm in that challenge me to think bigger, that are opening me up to different things and investing and pass it like so many different things. The, the bottom line is that it took me a long time to change that scarcity mindset and you're not wrong for having it. And, uh, but the big thing is the main thing is that that same thing will hold you back. Me rolling up my sleeves, learning to do everything myself, being willing to do everything saved a lot of money and allowed me to open up my own business. It allowed me to get some stability in it. That same thing of doing it all myself and all by myself is the number one thing then that held me back. So it's needed to be very resourceful as, as, as an entrepreneur initially. And then it will be the number one thing that holds you back. Same thing. If you want to do everything yourself in the staff, you're going to be training 40 hours a week or coaching 40 hours a week on the floor. You're not going to have time to build the business. Um, and it, hey, if that's what you want, you're making the money, you have no problems if you're making the money that you want. But if you want more or if you want to work less or if you just want to choose to work on the things that you like to work on and hand off the things that you don't, you need to really think about things a little bit differently. Hey, just a quick reminder to everybody, if you are ready to start making an extra $10,000 more this month, every month, by making more money with less clients with transformational programs and create a consistent flow of high quality leads, you can learn more about what it's like to work with me and my team at PT Legends and how ridiculously affordable it is at coachscottcarpenter.com. It is such a no-brainer that it more than pays for itself when we teach you how to enroll two, just two case study clients. Really, that's it. So go to coachscottcarpenter.com and learn more about it. And I know this is where people get really stuck. They're in between growing and scaling and they get shell-shocked a little bit. So let's see if I can open this up. Um, there's a difference between growing and scaling. Growing, I'll find this. Growing is basically you growing your revenue with your work and working harder to build it. There's a time and a place for that. You need to do that to survive. You need to do that to have an abundance of cash flow. And you need to do that uh, to, till it becomes where it's, it's not so, you're, you're not living scared, paycheck to paycheck, month to month. You need some stability there. Okay. But if you stay there, you're going to burn out more than likely. Okay. You need to move into scaling. Scaling is now making more money without your direct time investment. It's making more money through your systems and through people. It's building a business that can run without you. Tell me if this sounds like you. You do that. You hire, 
you hand it off. It doesn't work out that well. Maybe it's a retention issue or they don't close. doesn't work out. You lose that person. Then it's back on you. You're back into that growth stage to stabilize it. You try it again. doesn't work out. And then you get just once bitten, twice shy. And you're like, you know what? If you want it done right, do it yourself. And you go back to grow and you stay safe and you just stay in that lane. That happens to so many of us. And we give up on building the business that we truly want. Been there. Was there for that six years. When I tried, got burned, stayed small. Yes, it's tough. Grow to scale is extremely tough. That's where most of us go and die. And then we just stay small and stay safe. And if that's all you want, I'm not criticizing that. Go for it. Own it. Love it. But if you want more, you can do it. You just haven't found the right solution. You haven't found the right tactics. You haven't had the right strategy. And you, you haven't tried hard enough to make that work. It can work. If I can build six gyms and get out of all of them and start a seventh, and I'm never going to set foot in it outside of the ribbon cutting, you can do this. You can absolutely do it. But I have invested in myself. I've That scarcity mindset and that fear, I've learned to manage that. Uh, and this was a big thing for me. It was very hard. My own mindset was holding me back. And also we get those golden handcuffs, right? If you're making good to great, a lot of people know that book, right? Jim Collins. Good is the enemy of great. When you're doing well, when you're making decent money, sometimes you lose the power of broke. When you are broke, you have to hustle because you got to pay your bills. Like you're not paying your rent or your mortgage this month if you don't make it. It's a very powerful motivator. But when things are going okay, even though we're not satisfied, but they're going okay, they're going decent, it's really hard to take that risk. This is why people get stuck in jobs when they want to own their own businesses. It's like, well, I know I'm going to, I might have to make a little bit less before I can make more. And they're not willing to do it. That's the golden handcuffs. So some of us don't even know they're on. And some are like, oh, yep. I can see how I have those right now. So the golden handcuffs can hold you back and the fear of losing what you already have established if you start growing. So the other thing too is, is the entrepreneur on the island. I touched on this. My level of thinking propelled to new levels when I got around other entrepreneurs in my space and who the ones who are doing things bigger and better or who already built the businesses that I have. I think way bigger than I did two years ago, three years ago, let alone 10 years ago. I didn't even know I could think this big. And the main thing is it's very lonely on your own island when you're networked and in with other business owners doing the same things and bigger things. And they're where you want to be in one, two, three, four, 10 years. You'll get there faster just through osmosis. It's amazing how it works. I will never stop working with different coaches and the things I want to get better at or joining different networks to be surrounded by people who are doing better than me. It's a huge catalyst. So my first six years in business, extremely small growth because I was too scared to, to take any action, to be a part of anything. Um, and once I got over that, I started scaling and these wins started stacking and the investments in myself and my business started compounding. And that's how we overcame it. So these are the three things. Your, pr your profit margin, which is a factor of your price and your payroll, primarily, okay? To a lesser extent, your rent. Some of us have way more space and overhead than we need, okay? For sure. But if your price is off and your payroll's off, man, this thing is not going to scale for you. You have, you have some fatal flaws that need to be fixed. Otherwise, you're just going to be working harder 
for pennies on the dollar. And a lot of us have seen that. Our revenues grew by like five to 10K a month, but I'm really not taking home any more money. That's insanely common. It's your profit margin is off. It's just not going to work for you. Okay. Second thing is consistent, reliable lead flow. If you don't have that, you don't have a business that you can rely on. I can't stress this enough. That was the hardest thing for me to do. That was by far the damn hardest over all these years was consistent, reliable lead flow. Two ways you got to go about it, organic and paid. Okay. And then the third one is your mindset. You have to be committed to building a business that can scale without you. If not, you're going to be too scared. You're going to stay right where you're at, and which is fine if you're doing it. If you're working 15 hours a week and you're making 120K, you know what I mean? And you don't have to really handle stuff you don't want to handle. Great. That's all you want. Awesome. You're there already. But if you want more, if you want to build a business that you can work in two hours a month or less, or you want to start a second location, or you want to do online coaching, or you want to get into real estate, you've got to solve this, right? So you have to make a commitment to working through this, learning what you need to learn, and getting to the next level. So those are the three things. Now what I want to do, uh, whether you're on the online webinar or you're on the Facebook Live, these comments are in a different section. I want to open this thing up to Q&A. Um, so real quick, what questions do you have for your business specifically for anything that I talked about, any of the numbers, anything we specifically talked about here? What questions do you have? I want to hear those. And while you're typing those things out, um, guys, you might be in different stages in this. Uh, I pulled it up briefly, but you might have a launch problem. You might be in business for six years, but you realize, holy shit, my prices and my margins aren't there. If that's the case, like we help you fix that in eight weeks. So if you have a problem with that, just let me know. Versus you're in the grow stage, you need to get to the scale. People are in different spots in their business. We help people where they're at. If you are ever wondering what it's like to work with us, and by the way, we for everything, we 100% guarantee our results that you get a 100% ROI at the very least, or we continue working with you 100% for free. We stand by your shit. The difference is with, with, with me, with my partners, we didn't try to, to create a, a business coaching business. It happened by accident. It happened because we were building something amazing. We started really taking off when we put these principles into play and other gyms asked if we could help them. And we reluctantly said yes, and they crushed it. And then the word spread. And two years later, we're working with people all over the world. It's incredible. And it's the greatest gift ever. But the bottom line is, this isn't a thing where you get a bunch of videos and you chat with somebody once a month. This is like, we're, we're together two, three times a week, ironing this stuff out. And we 100% guarantee you an ROI. So if you ever wanted to hop on a call and, and discuss where you're at and see if anything that we can do could help you, at the very least, you're stepping out with an amazing plan and a strategy on exactly the problems that you need to solve and how to do it. And if you end up working with us, awesome. But if not, that's cool too. Keep coming into these groups every week, every Thursday, where I'm going to keep educating you on the specific things that you need to do in your business. We're here to meet you where you're at. So let's take a look. Uh, comments, keep those coming. Let me check first on the webinar. If you're under Facebook, type those away. Um, and I didn't realize we're, we're 40 minutes in. Um, what point do you recommend jumping into paid ads? Very good question. Uh, so a lot of people rush into this and a lot of people are 
very disappointed in paid ad performance because they don't really know what the expectations are and because every marketing company out there promises the world. And there are some really bad ones out there. There's some decent ones. Um, But if you don't have anything going on organic right now, you don't know what you're doing, you don't know how to do it, that's the safe place to start. I don't think people realize, but you have you can bring in over $10,000 a month in new business revenue alone just by doing organic. So if you don't know how to do that, 100%, you start there if you don't know what you're doing. And we have it done for you. Just ask us about it. We can get that stuff to you. But if you don't have an organic marketing strategy, you need one. And this will help you to really get better at the nurture and the sales aspect as well. I only want you to consider paid if you have a fundamental working structure on this one. Then paid ad will help get you leverage. Done the right way. I hate the lead nurture on it. Done the right way. Somebody else is doing it, doing the hard work, and you're just reaping the benefits. Um, And like I said, if you have, we have a video on that in specific. It's 15 minutes. Let me know in the comments and we'll send it over to you. But I don't want to see people doing paid ads, A, until they're doing organic very well. And B, unless you can afford to spend all in with the cost to do it and and, uh, with the ad spend, unless you have $2,000 a month to comfortably spend for three months, assuming $0 comes into it, which if you have it set up the right way, it's not going to happen. But if you can't spend two grand a month for, for a minimum of three months, I don't want you doing it. Why? Because you're going to want to panic and hit the eject button. If your P&Ls are too tight and it takes you a minute to learn because they're colder people coming in from Facebook and Instagram. They just are. They're a little bit harder to close. You got to be tight. If you're not prepared for it and you spend two grand and then you're in a bad situation on your P&L, you're going to want to cancel that right away instead of just fixing the small things to make it work. And you're going to be in and you're going to be out. It's going to be horrible. You're going to, you're playing with scared money is basically what you're doing. I don't want you in that position. Okay. You have to be willing to spend two grand a month for three months to be comfortable with it before I suggest anybody doing paid ads. And it's a mindset thing as well as you need time to be able to work with and fine tune these things. Need some help with the organic schedule. Awesome, Carl. Um, We'll reach out. We can get you help on that one. Um, Really important, guys. Organic crushes. Um, Like we just, when we pulled up our internal group where we deliver it to you every week, where was that? Yeah, Broxman, 10 days in August, 12 new clients already signed up. Insane. She had, by the way, she had a $72,000 uh, uh, month in, in January, 100% online. But she really crushed the organic stuff. She made the posts and built the pipeline, right? And then she also did relationship deposits. The sum of those two things just bring in these high ticket people. Um, also DMs, Exactly. The DMs, that's where you nurture, you do relationship deposits. You've got your email list and doing it that way, but the DMs or with some people, it's just text messages, right? Depending on on how your pipelines are built, interacting with them as a human, not in a spammy way, does incredible, incredible. Okay, so we're almost 45 minutes into this. So we're going to cut it there on Q&A. Anything you need help with, if you want to hop on and see, hey, how can we help you no matter what stage you're in, if you're launching, you're growing, you're scaling, just comment call. We can hop on a call. Um, we'll give you a plan of action. If, you, if you're interested in working with us too, we'll go over that as well. Um, and we're here to help no matter if it's all our free stuff 
or if you want to get a big boost ahead, work with us um, and, and scale really quickly, we'd love to do that too. Um, so anyways, that's it on this live reminder. Every Thursday, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, we show up live for you every single week. If you got questions, come and bring them. Um, we'll have the recordings too. So anytime we announce our next training, if you can't make it live, but you want the recording, let us know. And if you want to get a notification, a text message, right when you come in, ptlegends.com slash notify right here, ptlegends.com slash notify. You'll get a text that you can join us is the minute we go live. Um, thanks a lot. Carl, go be awesome. Absolutely, guys. Go crush it. Build the dream business that you really want for your life. Thanks a lot. We will see you next week. Thanks for listening, everyone. If you are ready to start making an extra $10,000 a month or more this month by making more money with less clients and create a consistent flow of high-quality leads, you can learn about what it's like to work with me and how ridiculously affordable it is at CoachScottCarpenter.com. And if you got any value out of this episode, please pay it forward and leave a review for this show. It helps other gym owners find the answers to the huge problems that we all share. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.